0: Welcome to the Gifted Life Podcast, where we have conversations about organ, tissue, and eye donation. I'm Lori Steele.
1: And I'm Joey Boudreaux.
0: And I'm Sally Gentry. And we are all glad that you tuned in. And we are smiling. Can you hear us smiling? Yes. Everybody's smiling, right? Because this is a big day. It is. We are celebrating a silver anniversary. Is it silver?
1: It is silver. It is.
0: 25, guys. Can you imagine? This is our 25th podcast.
1: That's crazy. I'm excited. You Congratulations. Yeah,
0: well, you helped us get here. That's this right. is amazing. So we're going to kind of take a look back at the amazing guests, the conversations, what we learned, a little look back today here on The Gifted Life. I'm smiling. I'm, just, That's right. I'm smiling.
1: And of course, we always have a recovery segment. So we're going to be talking to the president of the iBank Association of America about national I Donor Month.
0: Okay, and Sally's going to fill us in. We always learn from Sal. So we'll talk about family services and how we support our donor families.
1: And, of course, as we do in every episode, we'll be honoring a hero.
0: Yeah, it's our favorite segment there. We'll also be getting you more involved. We have this number now, a hotline. Okay, so we're number 25. We have a hotline. It's, Things are moving in the right direction, fancy. you guys. Yeah. So the number <laughs>
1: is? It's 504-648-3477. That's 504 okay. 504- Six four eight three four seven seven.
0: Sally, do you feel like you should like sing it? Like, do you think we need <laughs> something like that? I, I, I'm thinking no, not Joey.
1: <laughs> have you no, heard I, me I'm sing? I'm with you on
0: that. Uh, but when if you it's call not journey, in, I can't sing it. <laughs> I would think if it's Journey, you I still can't, can't sing it. Sing it. I'm gonna stick with Steve Perry on that one. Uh, <laughs> so we have this hotline number. We want you to call in. We want you to add to this podcast. And today we'll start revealing some of those phone calls. So love our partners from every walk of life. And let me tell you, the podcast needs to continue to travel out there because we're hitting some milestones thanks to you. We're easy to find, right guys? Absolutely. absolutely. You
1: know, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Pocket Cast, or any of your favorite apps.
0: There you go. We need you to rate, subscribe, do all those fun things. And a lot of what we talk about here you can see on our social media sites. So like on Facebook, we're Donate Life Louisiana. Twitter, Instagram, at Donate Life LA. We want this to be interactive. Share your thoughts yep. with us. You guys ready to get going? Well, right. and you
2: know what's even the best part Uh-oh. is what? some of my friends from Indiana <gasps> are now following the podcast. And they're wow. very, very interested Nationwide. in Nationwide absolutely i love it you're bringing in new peeps they're learning more as we learn more
0: there you go it only takes one person to spread the word and that is what's happening we love it all right so much to get to here on this 25th episode you guys ready
1: absolutely ready let's do this We
0: are celebrating here on The Gifted Life. This is our 25th episode. And we are all smiles.
1: That's right. Because
0: mm-hmm. can we just go back for a moment to when this all started? It was on paper, had an idea, sounded great. How are we going to put this into play?
1: Exactly. We, we had all kind of ideas. Everybody brainstormed, came together. And, and, of course, one of my big parts was, hey, I'm not going to be speaking because people can't understand this Cajun accent. <laughs> Next thing you and know, then he's
0: host. Hi. Next thing you know, I'm,
1: I miss one of the meetings, and I'm host. <laughs> How's this work? Yeah,
0: that happened. That happened. Um, and, and so there were so many ideas, and uh, this was going to be a great learning opportunity, and this yeah. was a, a, a new way to reach people that we had never reached before, and great ideas. And then we had to put it into action, yeah. right? And so everybody had their different ideas. You know, when you bring everybody to the table, everybody has their own ideas. But the one thing that everybody agreed on across the board— was that we honor a hero and we educate.
1: Yep. And we stay true mm-hmm. to that. We mm-hmm. do. That's been our favorite segment. You know, to be able to honor the heroes, you know, of, of Lopa, the ones that have, have left a legacy and saved so many lives through their, their generosity and their generous gift.
0: And we love the interaction that we're getting with the uh, donor families, the recipients. Yeah. Sally, you're getting Oh phone yeah, calls, I'm getting a emails. lot of feedback
2: yeah. and about people listening and what they're learning, let alone focusing on the part that I do, which is very nice. Yeah. yeah. And, and so we're
0: all learning about everybody coming together to make life happen. How does everybody do that? And everybody has that special talent there. So we started and we said, okay, we got episode one under our belt. We were nervous. Remember? Oh, my goodness. Go back, and listen. Trembling. Oh, Go no, back I, and listen. Go back and listen to episode, it. <laughs> episode one. Uh, yeah. And so um, so we've all grown together. And now um, we're looking at you know over 18,000 downloads and climbing daily, which is amazing. Is. Uh, we thought we would impact folks in our own state in Louisiana,
1: yep. but this is it's become, beyond us. Oh, it's it's beyond national now. You know, we started working with our local
3: partners,
1: the iBanks that are here locally, mm-hmm. and then, of course, mm-hmm. our internal staff to try to educate <laughs> as much as we can the public. And then we realized, well, this is bigger than just Lopa, mm-hmm. and this is bigger than Louisiana. We thought initially that it was going to be a, a statewide thing, and then we realized it was going to be a national thing. And, and not only has it become national, it's become international. We've had People listening from five different continents—from Africa, Asia, Europe, you know, of course, North America, and South America. So we were thinking initially, you know, trying to get through 64 parishes, and now we've (laughs) now we've got five continents that we're being listened to. So it's just amazing all the people that we've been able to reach and how far it's reached out to. So we started getting larger-than-life personalities like Carl Lewis, who's Mm -hmm. won multiple. Multiple, I think 10, if I'm not mistaken, gold medals in the Olympics.
0: And who remembers him saying, look at yourself naked in the mirror? Do you, do you remember <laughs> yes, his word of advice? As, yes, that was it. I'm just saying, go back and listen to that it's episode. True. It true. <laughs> was pretty, I mean, we learn and we course, take and from. He was,
1: and on the same episode, we had he and one of his best friends, Jeffrey Marks, yes. who's a Pulitzer mm-hmm. Prize winning author. To have such larger than life guests here on this, our podcast, it's it's just inspiring to me i I couldn't imagine this a year ago when we were thinking about it
2: And think of all the people you're reaching through interviewing different individuals from different walks of life that perhaps would never even thought about this before which brings all the awareness then to organ and tissue eye donation which is a fantastic venue for people and you know you can
0: read stories all day, you can read facts, that kind of thing. But for me, when we interviewed um, face transplant recipient Richard oh, Norris, yeah. it was us, our, our trio, yeah. talked to him, that just kind of brought it all home. You know, it just mm-hmm. brings it to life, and that's what we try to do here.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be able to meet him personally, meet him, the first full face transplant, and to hear how much it impacted him. Not only physically, but psychologically. The, the mm-hmm. place that he was before his transplant, the, the place that he was mm-hmm. in, and then now post-transplant on how he goes around and, and he speaks to audiences. He's been on nationally syndicated programs. And for him to give us 15 minutes of his time or 20 minutes, that was so amazing.
2: Well, and for him to be able to talk about meeting all the other recipients of the donor that he received his transplant from and how they've all become a family. I think is very important for people to hear that also.
0: So this has been a learning journey for me, um, and I've heard that from several of our listeners as well. But if you're just joining us, go back, and if you have time, listen to all of these guests. I mean, we teamed with national organizations as well, and our one goal, and our CEO was here, Kelly Ranham, it's for donation, it's for people, it's to save lives, and that's what we've been doing so it's been an amazing journey we're here yeah. twenty five episodes, and we want it to be more interactive. We've right. got the hotline now we have ways for you to communicate with us we're going to be sharing some of that, but that's what it's all about
1: that's what it's, it's a it's, journey that's adventure. Right. send us emails, call our hotline, let us know it is about you, the listener we're trying to you know give us as much education as we can if We don't know what your interests are about donation. We're probably not going to gear ourselves to that. So definitely let us know. Shoot us some questions, statements, whatever you want to know about. We'll try to tackle it.
0: And we have to thank those people. I mean, we get the airtime, me, Joey, Sally, but we have to thank Troy, who helps us sound (laughs) <laughs> Great, sometimes, right? <laughs> um, you know, and, and does the editing. We have Kirsten Hines at Lope as well, who's helping us keep flowing in the right positive direction. We have Shalon who helps us put together our agendas here. But it's a it's a team effort. We're yep. all committed, and we're looking now at about a year of doing this, and we're excited about what's to come next. Because yep. look what we were able to accomplish just a couple of people in a room with a couple of pieces of paper and some big ideas. Watch out. All Bigger right, guys. and better. Bigger and better. That's I like it. it. We're going to follow Sally's lead. <laughs> All right. The Gifted Life. More to come. In today's community segment, we are focusing the light on National Eye Donor Month to raise eye donation awareness.
1: That's right. We've got a friend of mine, Kevin Carcran. He's the president of the iBank Association of America.
0: Yeah, we had the opportunity to talk to him over the phone. Let's listen in.
4: Joining us now by phone, we have the president and CEO of the iBank Association of America. So lots to learn, Joe.
1: Yeah, Lori. So we have here with us today Kevin Corcoran. He's the CEO and president of the EBAA, the iBank Association of America. And he's here to tell us a little bit about National Donor Eye Month. How are you, Kevin?
3: Great. Thanks, Joey. Thanks, Lori. Good talking to you.
1: Well, thank you for coming on. What exactly does EBAA do? What's their function, and who are they associated with?
3: Absolutely, we are, as you said, the Eye Bank Association of America. We've got 88 eye banks in the United States, another dozen eye banks around the world. All eye banks are 501c3 nonprofit organizations who are dedicated to recovering corneal tissue from donors after they've passed away preparing it for cornea transplant surgery and then providing it to the surgeons who will then transplant this corneal tissue into the eyes of folks who have either through injury or disease have lost their sight. We provided about 50,000 corneas for transplant here in the United States. Last year, another 25,000 corneas overseas because we fulfill all of the demand here in the United States. There are no waiting lists. There are no delays in getting your transplant procedure scheduled. And we have surplus tissue, so we provide that overseas overseas and another about 25,000 corneas that we provide for research and education purposes. So we can both identify the causes and hopefully cures for these corneal diseases and also use it to train physicians as they're coming through medical school on how to handle corneal tissue.
4: That's amazing, and just the statistics alone so got my attention. And that's one of the things that you try to do in March is to increase the awareness of cornea donation and increase the registry right so you gotta have to kind of be creative to get folks attention and you guys have been working on that for quite some time
3: that's exactly right uh... march is national eye donor month we've been celebrating national eye donor month uh, in march since nineteen eighty three and eighty three ronald reagan made it national eye donor month made march national eye donor month so we've been doing it every year since then and the goal is to increase the awareness of what we do what our members do and to get folks to register to be organ, eye, and tissue donors, and to go on to their state registry and register as donors. Most people think about that as something they do at the Department of Motor Vehicles, you know, with the heart or the checkbox or whatever it is on your driver's license to say that you are a donor. That is the first step in the process, both for eye banks and for organ and tissue banks as well. Whenever an individual dies, the hospital, the morgue, wherever they are, they will contact the bank and the tissue and organ banks to let them know that they've got a prospective donor. And the first thing the bank is going to do is look into the donor registry to see if this individual is registered as a donor. Uh, we recover. Obviously, we're recovering after people have passed away. We've got up to 24 hours after they've passed away to recover the tissue. If we know that they're a donor, then they've given that authorization to say, yes, I want to be a donor, I want you to recover my corneas, so we'd be able to go out and start that recovery process right away. If they're not registered, then we will contact their next of kin, express our condolences, explain what it is that we do, and ask for their authorization to go out and recover their corneas. Right now across the country, a little bit more than half the adult population are registered as donors. So half the time we're able to go do the recovery right away, the other half we contact the next of kin. We get the authorization from the families very frequently. It's almost half the time that we get their authorization, and then we're able to go do that recovery. So time frame-wise, it's not quite as dramatic as organ recoveries. So we don't have the same time constraints that are seen on the organ side.
1: Right, Kevin. And one of the other things is from an acceptance criteria, we've talked quite a bit about eye, organ, and tissue donation and the recovery acceptance criterias. And can you expound upon the fact that with eye recovery, you actually have a lot wider net, more opportunity to be able to donate, whereas organ and tissue, it is a little bit more limited.
3: That's correct. The cornea itself doesn't have a blood supply. It gets its oxygen by diffusion with the air. So we have fewer rule-outs than they have on the tissue and the organ side. We're able to recover. Generally, we're able to recover from uh, patients who have cancer, which would be a rule-out on the organ and tissue side. There are other medical conditions that would preclude you from being an organ donor that we're able to recover the tissue. So that's one of the reasons why we have a larger supply of tissue, and we're able to fulfill the demand.
1: And and that's something that Laurie and I talk quite a bit about, is that the most important part of all of this is that you don't rule yourself out. A lot of people, when they go into the communities and educate, they talk to Laurie, and Laura, you can speak of this more than I can, obviously, but they say, yeah, well, nobody would want anything from me. And of course, that's our standard answer, is you, you can't rule yourself out, because you never know, you can still leave a legacy, whether it be organ, tissue, or eye donation.
3: You're exactly right. Yeah, that's why we always are pushing the
4: facts, yes,
3: sir. Yeah, we want to let folks know, I mean, for example... While most of my eye banks will have an upper age limit of about age 75 for corneas that they'll recover, research that was presented at one of our meetings last year found that corneas from folks who are aged between 75 and 85 still have almost the exact same success rates as corneas for folks who are younger. So there's really almost no limit to who can be a cornea donor. It certainly has nothing to do with the quality of your vision, or you know, some folks ask me, well, do the colors of the eyes matter? That doesn't matter. There really is, there are very few reasons why you couldn't be a cornea donor.
4: And that's why we're always pushing education is key. So together, we can help spread that message even further. And I know you guys, especially in March, really utilize social media, as do we, to help let folks know what's going on, get involved, learn the facts, right? So you guys are doing Facebook and Twitter, those kinds of things, and maybe even Snapchat?
3: Yeah, that's correct. I mean, one of the advantages of Snapchat is it's a very visual medium, which is perfect for an organization like ours that's dealing with vision. So our iBanks across the country, we've got three eye banks in Louisiana, and they provide us stories about their donors and then their donor family members and the recipients as well and we like to get pictures and images of those folks that we can integrate into our social media efforts to really put a face on the issue and to demonstrate how important vision really is to the lives of everybody.
4: And we hear those stories as well. They're our partners in increasing the registry here. Can't say enough great things about them. I want to talk about your Through My Eyes contest. I love how you guys are able to use some of what's turned in in a different form for, like, Christmas cards, for example. I I, I love that.
3: Yeah, thank you. So the Through My Eyes contest is an art contest where we invite Cornea recipients and donor family members to submit to us images that illustrate their journey. So for the recipients, they will send us photographs, pictures that they've drawn, paintings that they've made, uh, videos that they've shot that illustrate kind of their celebration of being able to see again. We've been doing this for a couple years, and about two years ago, we had one gentleman who sent in this winter scene of a cardinal on a a snow-covered tree, and I looked at that, and I said, that looks just like a Christmas card. Uh, And that was, again, in like February, March, and I held on to that idea, and that holiday time we took that card and we used it not only as our holiday card but also as a card that we made available to all of our banks that they could send it out to their supporters uh, the folks who they're involved with and so they'd be able to send a card that was produced by somebody who benefited from a cornea transplant and it really did a great job of illustrating the impact that cornea donor can have because it gave back the site to this gentleman who could produce this kind of artwork which was really beautiful.
1: So, Kevin, that sounds very fascinating as first I hear of it. Where can I go to find these beautiful pictures and everything you've got here?
3: You can get access to all of our content through our website, which is R e s t o r e s i g h t -T 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 R-E-S-T-O-R-E-S-I-G-H-T.org. We also have our Facebook page. Just look us up, iBank Association of America, on Facebook. You'll get your images there. The Snapchat program is new for us this year, so it's really rolling out with National Editor on Month, so look for that. The links will be through our website, but we don't have a specific address for that yet. We're just getting it rolling as we speak.
4: We're on a cutting edge. I love it. All right, so RestoreSite.org, and if there's something that you heard that you want to learn more about, and we can maybe take that to Kevin or through our iBank partners here in Louisiana, contact us at info at lopa.org.
0: our family services segment today we are talking about honoring all yeses okay so let me tell you guys in the community when we're out there and we educate on donation most people say yes they want to help save lives through organ eye and tissue donation and if they go and get that red heart in louisiana on their license that spells hope for so many families who are waiting on a life saving organ transplant now unfortunately in some cases transplantation not possible.
1: Right. Sometimes, whether uh, you're talking about maybe a tissue donor, someone wanted to be a donor and, and they were able to possibly be a tissue donor, but then there are occasions where our tissue team may arrive and do a physical assessment and then find out that there's you know, maybe too much trauma to the tissue sites, you know, to the donation sites. That person's still a hero in our eyes. And and the same thing with Absolutely. A, with an organ donor. You know, a lot of times a family or, again, that person may have wanted to be a, a donor and they've said yes. So uh, we'll go through a series of tests, and sometimes we find out that the organs may be further damaged from the trauma than we expected, or maybe they're in some type of organ failure, you know, or maybe they have disease processes that we weren't aware of at the beginning of the case. And in all these cases, we want to honor them and help support the family just the same, and that's where our family services uh, and Sally comes in.
2: Thank you for bringing that up, Joey, because we don't want any family members to think that we do not honor and really appreciate the fact that their loved one, through themselves or through the family, suggests the donation. And so what we do is we want to reach out to everyone and Nyla, who is our newest member of the family services staff, is most interested in reaching out and speaking with families who did consent to donation, but for whatever the reasons, their loved one was not able to be a donor, and let them know how much that we want them to be part of our LOPA family, and we will provide to them the same services that we provide to every other organ and or tissue donor family member, and we want families to know that it's that yes that we Most appreciate because it does give others hope. And we just want all the families to know that we are here for them. And if we may answer any questions or any concerns that they might have, please let us know. We'll be glad to help in any way we can.
0: And you can send questions or comments to info at lopa.org. We also have that hotline number that's 504 648 3477. Get involved. Here on The Gifted Life, we are honoring the yes. So important. More to come. Here on The Gifted Life, we mentioned this at the beginning of this podcast and in every podcast, it is so important to us that we honor a hero. And today, we focus on Dustin Mason.
1: This hero story was written by his sister, Lacey Killian. Dustin was a fun-loving, hard-working father and husband. His energy and zest for life were evident to everyone who knew him. You could always put a smile on your face. Dustin's legacy is carried out through his two sons, Cody and Tanner, and his lung recipient, Mr. Jackie. Mr. Jackie was able to spend countless more years with his beautiful wife, four daughters, and many grandkids that may have been cut short if not for Dustin's heroic actions. Because of Dustin saving Mr. Jackie, all four of his girls have signed up to become organ donors. Dustin loved and lived life to the fullest every day he was here on this earth. He is greatly loved and missed by all who knew him.
0: And great picture, great picture. You want to see more, learn more about Dustin Mason, visit our website, lopa.org, slash faces of donation, and there you can see uh, many more heroes as well. At this point in the podcast, let's pause today and say thank you to Dustin Mason for the gift of life. At this point in the podcast, I mean, we're kind of excited. Okay, we have this hotline, and the number is 504-648-3477. I'm working on a jingle. so what we got to do. But anyway, so we wanted to be interactive. We asked folks to call us, leave messages. We were going to use those in the podcast, and those have started to pour in.
1: So now you hear Antonio Miller, who's a volunteer for us. Let's listen to his story.
3: Yes, um, good evening. This is Antonio Miller, and I'm coming along with my wife, Sue Allen Miller. Um, Just want to let you know that on March 24, 2003, I was her kidney donor, and March 25, 2006, we were married. So the total amount of time for the transplant, which has had a successful kidney transplant from 2003 to 2015, uh, has been 12 and a half years. So we are thankful to God for that. Also, we are all for advocates for Lopa and Donate Life. We love you guys. Take care. Be blessed. Bye-bye.
0: Love me some Antonio Miller. We know him as Tony in the Baton Rouge community. Tony and his wife, Sue, this year will celebrate 10 years of wedded bliss. So they tell me. I love it. And the 13th anniversary of the kidney transplant, because he said he gave her the kidney um, an incredible, perfect match. And then they got married. So we love, love, love that story. Folks love to hear that story. But what I love about this couple, Joe, is that on their wedding anniversary, they are going to have a little celebration. But they want to raise organ donor awareness as well they always put that in everything that they do which is incredible so we love that and we want to hear more of these stories share with us so that we can share with the world basically call us
1: absolutely 504-648-3477 that's 504-648-3477
0: love it do it today Hard to believe, but our twenty-fifth episode has come to a close.
2: Twenty-five guys—that's simply big. amazing. That's yeah. awesome, wonderful. And look what great education pieces you've said to people and given to people that otherwise would never have heard it. What a great job by everybody! Yeah. So thanks, thanks to everybody who participates.
0: Thanks to those who call in. Our guest couldn't do it without the teamwork.
1: That's right. You know, we want to thank Kevin Carker and the president of the iBank Association of America for talking a little bit about national eye donor month and then of course we want to thank antonio miller for calling in and tell us a little bit about his story
0: yeah we love the feedback we love to share these stories don't forget about our website lopa.org learn the facts go out and make a difference do something to spread the word about donation that you don't normally do you can do that today